What's up? My name is Dwayne Jones. I'm an artist and a designer and the founder of a lifestyle brand called Art Pays Me. And this is the Art Pays Me podcast. I love talking to creative people about their business, their successes, their challenges, and how they make the world a better place with their work. Let's get into it. Welcome to Art Pays Me. Today we have Nadia Catherine. Actually, how do you, is it Nadia or Nadia? Like, how do you prefer to be called? Um, it's Nadia. Nadia, okay. So um, what is it exactly that you do? Um, I am a tattoo artist. Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of excited, but also nervous because... This is my first tattoo artist on the show. Uh, oh, really? I'm honored. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay. So I have this question. I, I always wonder, are tattoo artists like a little bit off? In, in <laughs> you, you, most of the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like it feels like I, I would be terrified, especially the way that I draw. Like, I, I'm, I'm okay at drawing or whatever, but uh, I, uh, I used to be a, a big eraser, and right now I'm just a sketch maniac. And <laughs> I feel like I would sketch all over somebody's skin and piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's a different, a, a bit different because, like, most some artists are freehand artists but most of us like pre-draw everything and then once we have everything perfected we do a stencil on so um it's not like we're just going at it like sketching on paper mm-hmm. but still even then like the how much are you ever like nervous about your hand not being steady enough to even follow the stencil um no not not anymore um starting out it's definitely nerve-wracking but uh no I don't get nervous anymore that's that's amazing to me uh <laughs> so how long have you uh, been been a tattoo artist um professionally I've been a tattoo artist for about um six years now but I did my first tattoos um in like 2008 or something so I don't know how long that was I can't do math like 14 years ago something like that wow so how does one like decide they're going to be a tattoo artist like were you a kid who just knew that's what you wanted to do um I I kind of got interested in it when I was a teenager um Kat Von D came out with her show I forget what it was Uh, called I love that show yeah, that was kind of what first um, piqued my interest. And yeah, I hadn't really considered it or thought of it before that. Was it like just seeing a woman in that position and just being like badass? And it was, mm. was that it for you? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I had always drawn from the time I was a kid. Um, and yeah, just seeing her, I was like, fuck, that's so cool. Like, I, I would like to do that. So, yeah. Nice, nice. So, and you're currently at Darling Tattoos right now? I am, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, you, you at one point, 
had your own place, Mystic Moon, I believe. I did, yeah. Yeah. So what made you go into back and working for someone else? Um, well, I had um, opened my studio, Mystic Moon, with um, another artist, Ali. Um, and we were at that spot for like a year. It was just like a small location and um, we weren't happy with the location. Anybody that had been there know it, it looked like a shed from the outside. It was just kind of the only thing that was available at the time that we were looking. Um, everything else that we looked at was just way too much space for what we needed. So we were there. Um, we had not intended on staying for more than a year. Um, so right before the year was up, we were out um, looking for uh, a new location to, to set up a new studio. And um, the day after we had been out looking, um, the girls from Darling Tattoos uh, reached out to contact us and they um, said, like, I know you guys own your own shops, uh, but we would love to have you guys come here. Um, and Allie and I had both done a guest spot there previously and we loved it there. Um, we loved Helena and Lacey. Um, so just the timing worked out perfectly. And we were like, yeah, like, uh, let's just do this instead of um, setting up a whole new um, studio. And uh, it worked out well, because the kind of the transition sort of happened during the first lockdown of COVID. So I don't know, just the way things worked out, it, it felt like the right move. So ended up there. Got you, got you. And um, actually, where where's the studio based at this point? Uh, um, it's in Halifax. It's on um, Oxford Street. Okay, you're and you're like always busy and booked. I always see you like books yeah. are closed. Books are closed. Um, how did the business change during the pandemic? When I know like certain things in tattoo industry probably had to adapt. Mm -hmm. It actually wasn't too different for us because um we had to do all of the sanitization and sterilization anyway um because we're working with with people's bloods um you kind of have to assume that everybody has a bloodborne pathogen and and disinfect that way um so not a whole lot changed for us i mean the addition of masks um we didn't do that all the time before um and now we sort of keep the door locked sometimes uh people would just stop in not to walk in to get a tattoo but just to ask questions or whatever we just keep the door locked now and and only have people come in for their appointments to keep the uh the bodies in and out of the shop down okay cool yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. I, I assume that um, you would have taken a big hit, but I, I guess it makes sense with the, the same book messages that I, I, I kept seeing popping up. So Yeah, no, it's, it's almost made us busier. I don't know why. I don't know if it's um, maybe people are having extra money that they're not spending on traveling or just a lot of the time people get tattoos as, as a form of like stress relief. And I know a, a lot of people are feeling stressed right now so maybe that's ramping up the desire for tattoos but we're all busier than ever thankfully um but yeah it's it's uh it it hasn't diminished our business in that way other than the months that we're locked down but oh that's cool of, yeah 
Um, how like what's the what's the like longest you've ever sat down in one tattoo session? Uh, nine hours. Nine hours. Hmm. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so that's crazy. So was it be, like what was it that that you were tattooing that took nine hours? Um. It was actually a tattoo that I did last year. It was like um, an angel um, on uh, his outer arm with just like some other background stuff. Yeah, it took nine hours. Wow, wow, wow. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so like you find yourself like your hand cramping up or anything like that? Um, no, my hand doesn't cramp up anymore. Um, it's, it's used to it now. The machines are that I use are pretty light so it doesn't cramp up it's more just it's a challenge to sit still and focus on one thing for that for that long I, I never tattooed that, that long that was like a one-off um I probably won't do it again uh yeah yeah does do people ever like fall asleep while you're yeah. working on them? all the time <laughs> I don't know how but yeah they do <laughs> I you know what I I fall asleep at the dentist so I, I feel like really I, I'd probably do that. Yeah. Oh my God. No, not me. <laughs> the perfect sleeping conditions, the right amount of pillows. I can't fall asleep like that. <laughs> I envy people that can. Uh, so um, where did, did you grow up in Halifax? Um, I grew up um, sort of around the province. I spent some time in um, Sackville, in um the valley and then um back to dartmouth um so i sort of settled in dartmouth i think when i was 10 and just spent the rest of my time in dartmouth since mm, okay cool yeah so like you mentioned that uh you kind of knew as a teenager or at least you had started tattooing as mm -hmm. a teenager but i i was always curious how that approach worked like watching those shows with kat von d and um I can't remember some of the other ones, but I used to watch all of them. Yeah. Uh, like they always talk about the apprenticeship bit. Mm -hmm. Is that how it is? Like you just walk up into a studio and say, hey, I want to be your apprentice? Yeah, um, pretty much. Um, when I was 16, um, I approached a shop. I, I brought my artwork together and I said I wanted to um, be an apprentice. And um, after an interview, uh, he hired me on. Um, but I was just, I was in high school at the time. I think I was in grade 10 and I had just gotten my first job working at Tim Hortons and apprenticeships aren't paid. And because my time was um, minimal, I just wasn't ready to dedicate the time to it I, I wanted to take a paying job I never had money so I wanted to to have some income um, so I ended up not following through with the apprenticeship and then like a year later something just some some guys I knew some acquaintances who knew that I was an artist um, we're like hey we're gonna build a tattoo machine do you want to tattoo us and I was like yeah <laughs> like yeah let's do it so <laughs> I, I did some tattoos on them I had no idea what I was doing um, it was done in a professional manner at all um, so yeah that was the first tattoos that I did and then 
I, I didn't do anymore for years, uh, until I was like in my early twenties, I got another apprenticeship, um, at a shop. I was only there for like two months. It was just, uh, not, not a good fit for me. Um, it kind of left a, a bad taste in my mouth about the industry. So I kind of lost interest. And then, um, a few years later, um, another tattoo artist, uh, approached me who was a fan of my art and said, Hey, I'm opening up a shot. Um, if you want to come do a few days a week at the desk. Um, and then if it works out, maybe talking about an apprenticeship. And it was at a time in my life where I was, um, not kind of knowing what direction I was going to take. So I was like, yeah, let me do this. So, um, I did it. I did the apprenticeship and here we are. Cool. Cool. Uh, so during the apprenticeship process, like, are you allowed to tattoo actual people? Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of starts off where you're just watching and drawing, learning about um, the process, the the equipment and, and stuff like that, cleaning the shop. So you, you do that stuff for a while and then you start off practicing on yourself, on your mentor, on friends, and then you work towards the public. Uh, okay. So like your forearm is like kind of full of like practice tattoos? <laughs> My leg. Um, oh, okay. is, legs. Yeah, you need two hands to tattoo. So it's, it's uh, oh. usually the leg that you practice that's, on. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> so I noticed uh, you have a Batman tattoo. I was going to ask do. you. <laughs> I was going to ask you DC or Marvel. But uh, I think I might know the answer. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> uh, so um, what is it that uh, you do for fun? Hmm, for fun, I'm pretty boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the usual stuff. I like to read. I like to watch things, listen to podcasts. I like to do yoga. Uh, go to the gym, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I saw that you, actually you did a yoga retreat in Costa Rica at one point. I did. Yeah. How was that? That was amazing. Um, yeah, that was my, my first time traveling alone and uh, being somewhere warm. So it was amazing. I loved cool. it. So much. yeah. Yeah, the, and the, the people there are so friendly. I've been to Costa Rica once before. Uh, yeah, so friendly. Yeah, it's a nice, nice place. Yes. And I, at one point, you did pull. Do you still do pull? Um, yeah, I, I haven't um, made a ton of time for it lately. I've just been sort of doing classes here and there. There's, you know, in past years, I was way more consistent with it but yeah I haven't had a, t- a ton of energy for it lately but I still love it and do it occasionally right got you it it, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of blows me away like I've always been pretty athletic but mm-hmm. like the the amount of core strength it, I mean I don't know it looks like it takes so much core strength it's always amazing to me how people mm-hmm. do it I know it it is amazing. It's, it's definitely challenging. Um, 
yeah, I'm like, I've been doing it for years now and I'm still like at a very beginner level because it's so challenging. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's, it does take a lot of core strength and also, um, skin conditioning. I didn't, I kind of underestimated how much the friction on the skin hurts. You got really got to build up that way too. Oh yeah. That's, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that either. Yeah. Huh. Huh. So, um, as a tattoo artist, like what would you say about that is like the thing you love the most? Like why, why tattooing instead of say being a professional illustrator or something else? Mm -hmm. Um, I love, just like sitting down with people and talking to people. Um, so I like the, uh, that aspect of it also, um, you know, hearing people's stories and just a lot of the time you're, you're helping people's confidence, um, making them feel more comfortable in their bodies, making them feel better about themselves. So I love that aspect of it. Um, also, I feel like I'm not that creative. <laughs> so I do like mostly custom tattoos where people give me their ideas. A lot of the times when I like want to sit down to paint, I'm like, I, I don't know what to paint. I don't know what to draw. <laughs> so with tattooing and, and working with people, it's like, uh, you know, I, they give me their ideas and that gives me something to go off of. And I can express my creativity that way with a little bit of direction. Mm. You know what? I, I feel that because I, I kind of got into graphic design that same way. It, it, there's something about taking someone else's concept and mm. like making it work for them. Yeah. That is exciting. Yeah, totally. And do you have a favorite artist? Ooh, I do have favorites. It's hard to pick one because, uh, yeah, it's like trying to pick a favorite food. Like, you know, no, there's no. so many good, <laughs> good artists. But um, I would say like one of like the biggest style inspirations for me that when I first kind of got interested in, in tattooing was um, a guy, I think he's from Sweden, Nikki Norberg, his, his style just what was the first I had seen of that style that really got me interested and kind of inspired my style. Um, and then since then I've, I found out about so many other artists too, that inspire me. One of my other favorites, uh, I don't, I don't know his actual name, but his Instagram name is Chicano Ace. Mm. Um, I love his style. Uh, yeah, I guess those are my two main honorable mentions. Got you. Um, I, I was, so I, I'm, I'm kind of a novice in the tattoo space, but, uh, you seem like, I don't know, is this the right terminology? Like you seem like you work in black a lot. Is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Black and gray. I don't, I don't like doing color. Okay. Yeah. So is it like a situation where someone says to you, you know, I've got this thing, it's like got five different colors in it. Are you turning those jobs away or? Yeah, you most of the time. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. And why? What is it about working in black and gray for you? Um, I 
Well, I always drew like when I was younger with um, pencils and um, oh my God, I'm blanking on, on what the charcoal. Charcoal, Yeah. Yeah. I always drew with those. I never, I kind of just steered away from colored pencils and crayons. I don't know why I just, um, they didn't really appeal to me. And then when you're tattooing color um, for one, it takes a lot longer and uh, it's, it's messier. Like you have to rinse the needle in between each color. And then you have to sort of think about like, as you're tattooing, when the skin is broken, you don't want to wipe like a darker color into a lighter, a lighter color. So you have to think about like the order of the color that you're putting in so that the dark color doesn't like seep into the broken skin where there's lighter color. It's just, it's way more complicated. It's too much for me. I like black and gray, simple. Um, yeah. So I just stick with that. So like how this is tripping me out because I I'm used to drawing on a surface that is flat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you're drawing on skin, so there's a certain amount to give that mm-hmm. is happening. Do do people's like different body types change how much pressure you need to apply and all that kind of stuff too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um body types, everybody's skin is, is completely different. So you have to, to treat everybody's skin differently. That was the biggest learning curve for sure with tattooing is just, um, learning how to work with the skin and different skin textures and body parts. It's probably the most challenging part for sure. Yeah. And actually something that uh, stood out to me when I got back, when I got my tattoos is some of the artists like refuse to do like the bottom of feet or the or like mm-hmm. palms of hands is that still a thing in the industry um yeah there's there's certain areas that we do sort of steer away from um because they don't hold the ink super well um so a lot of the time we just don't, won't do it because it never heals solidly and then it looks like it's a reflection of our work when it's really just the nature of that skin in that area of the body. Mm-hmm. Got you. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, during the apprenticeship process, like it seems holistic, not just the, the art part. Um, do you also learn about like the business like pricing so essentially like when you're done you could technically know how to open your own shop yes totally yeah um because you do usually when you're doing an apprenticeship you're you're doing a lot of managing um too so yeah it it sort of gives you all of the the information and experience that you need mm-hmm. It's a, it's a fascinating industry. Do you currently mm. have an apprentice? I don't know. Have you ever had one? Um, not official officially. Um, the shop that I did my apprenticeship at, um, when I completed my apprenticeship, we brought on some, some other apprenticeships and I was sort of hands-on with them. Um, so I wasn't like the sole mentor, but I did sort of mentor, um, along with my mentor. You ever seen a situation where someone is like embarrassed by the, the person that came up underneath them? Um, probably a lot of the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
art, artists are, are quite often, um, uh, you know, there's, there's always a lot of like, I feel like mental health issues with artists. Um, mm -hmm. They can be flaky people. Um, not, not always, but um, I do feel like artistic fields can, can definitely um, draw certain types of people. So I know there's, there's a lot of times where apprenticeships just don't work out. Sure. A ton of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't like to generalize like that either, but I mean, it is kind of, I wonder about that too, because in order to tap into certain areas of your mind, sometimes your mind has to do things that maybe other minds don't do. Yeah. So what would you say is the biggest challenge as a tattoo artist? Um, for me personally, it would be sitting still for so long. Um, and then doing, I guess, like the, the technical part of the job, like the emails and the booking and stuff, which is not so much that it's, that is difficult in itself. It's more just like dividing my time between the artistic part of the job and that part of the job. Mm -hmm. That's challenging. Right. Right. The, the admin. And that's like, it's, it's, it sucks because the, that stuff is so super important to the business. Yeah. Uh, right. it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sure, you know, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Cause with my clothing, like I, I pack the orders. I, I do the, like, I don't deliver all of them, but I do some right. delivery. I pick up stuff from the printer. I deliver stuff to the printer. I do all that kind of back-end stuff. Yeah. Um, it's very little designing and having fun being creative. So, yeah. Uh, so if there's one piece of advice you would give an aspiring tattoo artist, what would that be? Hmm. I would say, um, I feel like it's, there's becoming less and less shops that are taking, um, apprenticeships, which is kind of sad because, uh, it, it makes things difficult because it's, it's a lot harder if you start out on your own and just go at it without formal training. So I would say if you're looking to do an apprenticeship, just get a solid portfolio together of your artwork get some fake skin to practice on don't practice on people before you know what you're doing and just you know have have a good attitude be able to take constructive criticism um, be dedicated to the craft and just uh, take your your artwork to um, as many shops as you can find and and just try and find somewhere that's a good fit mm. so in terms of training, is there like anywhere you could go that's a school or anything like that? Or is it always apprenticeship? Um, there are sometimes schools. Um, I, I don't think there's any around here, but I've seen like some ads for them in Toronto and in Montreal and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's typically just like an apprenticeship, a one-on-one -on -one apprenticeship that happens, which is better because... Um, it does take a lot of one-on-one -on -one time to really get things down. And I, I don't know how the schools work, if it's sort of like a crash course or if it's something long-term, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, it's, um, 
it, it gives me like like old school martial arts movie vibes sometimes when I think about how that goes. Um, it's, yeah. And it's like there's so many different skills that are required to be a tattoo artist that uh, it's like there's the base artistic ability or drawing ability, whatever you want to call it. But then there's so much else. Yeah, totally. Huh. So I don't know. I know you're you're <laughs> you're busy in book, as they, they say. Uh, is there anything coming up that you want to promote or how can people find you online and stuff like that? Um, yeah, they can find me online on my Instagram account, which is Nadia underscore Catherine. I don't really have anything exciting to announce coming up. I, I usually open my books every few months. Um, so I'll be doing that again, I think the end of April, when people can send in their booking submissions for a few months through the summer is when I'll be doing those tattoos. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Well, Nadia, I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to, to chat with me. My pleasure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been following you for a long time. So just... Yeah. always fascinated yeah i've uh i've been appreciating and and watching your brand for a long time as well so i'm glad we were able to make this happen yes thank you very much thank you for listening to our page thank you to langy beats for the theme music you can find more of his music on youtube if you got anything out of this please rate review or leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening you can find out more about Art Pays Me at artpaysme.com or you can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse. I'm at Art Pays Me on all of those platforms. With that, we're out. Peace.